This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. And uh, after we talk to Robert Savillo this segment, we're going to open the phone lines up. So if you got a good story, an outdoor story you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear about 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right. Next up, let's go to Robert Savillo, Captain Robert, down in Port Isabel. Hey, Robert, how you doing this morning, bud? Well, did you we lose right? him? There he is. Hey, Robert, how you doing, bud? Yeah, uh, diesel truck's kind of noisy. Had to get you off speaker. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Oh, nothing. Got a trip this morning. It's- kind of slowing down down here this time that's the time of year that it slows down fishing anyway um never did really get going this year well ever since covid yeah been a little slow the combination of everything that's More understandable. Guys, people don't want to gas is high people don't want to spend money they're afraid everything but anyway um i got a trip this morning and i'm we going out for a while i'm going to big skins game and Las Vegas. Uh-huh. I go to every September. There's 158 players. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Now, last trip I did, had one of those mornings, and I could tell as soon as I got out there, because I've seen it a bunch of times, it just absolutely no wind, no tide movement at all. Um, scratched out a decent box of fish, but it wasn't easy. A few trout flounder, um, some mango snapper. I got a feeling it's going to be another one of those mornings. It looks like we we got out going tide later. It looks like it's going to be kind of slack tide this morning. Right. I'll figure something out. I may go look at the jetties or something. Yeah, we're in the mornings here. We're on that standing high, you know, that comes in right before daylight and yeah, that's where we're at. Lows late, at, late in the evening, so it takes a while to get it going. It trickles out real slow all day. Right, right. I did have one decent trout, but I don't know. I've seen a few of these over the years. I mean, this thing was freaking skinny. Something was wrong with it, I could tell. Uh, it was Had that needle gar body between the head and tail? 
Yeah, I don't know. The, the meat's even weird looking when they're like that. I don't know if they're sick or what goes on with them. It was 26 and a half. Yeah. And I I mean, I would have let it go, but I could tell it wasn't any good. Plus the guys I had, I know they would have flipped out if I would turned it loose, but <laughs> it needed to go. But I mean, even when you try to fillet it, there's no meat on it. I mean, you're like hitting the backbone when you try to fillet it, you know, and the meat's yeah, all kind poor. of weird looking white, you know. Yeah, I don't, but uh, we'll give it a try this morning and see what happens. I remember old Wayne, Wayne Webb, buddy of mine, caught a, man, that fish was 23, 24 inches long in Rockport in a fall trout master tournament. And, you know, he had to keep it. It was long, but when he got to the scales with it, it didn't even weigh two pounds. It was like one pound, you know, like one eight seven or something like that, just under two pounds, yeah. and it was that long, and it, it was like what you're talking about. It was all head and tail. It was just yeah, like a I'm, needle gar. Weird. Yeah, I'm wondering if you know they got some. It's something to where they can't eat or something. Maybe stuck in them or I don't know. Uh, right. Man, who knows? Know. Yeah, it looks like we got a little little bit of a breeze this morning not much at all yeah we're sitting up here with a northeast wind this morning feels pretty good yeah i'm just waiting for some cooler weather man it's been hot this year hot yeah, for us old man. It now it, it's picked up since i went on air it's uh east northeast 20 to 25 offshore due east in Galveston, wow. east northeast at Eagle Point, and northeast at Morgan's Point, all up to about 22 miles an hour. Pretty stiff. Where's that coming from? Off that weird little frontal thing that came through yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Probably don't make it down here. Probably won't. Yeah. Y'all are as far south as you can get, you know, till you get in Mexico. Yeah. I don't know. Don't look like I'm gonna be able to sit in the tree this year hunting. I'm, they sold the property I had last year. Really? It was, yeah, it was for sale for the whole time I had. I had it four or five years, and it was about 175 acres. He sold like 10 acre plots. It was, it was 300 to start with. Then he sold like 10 acre plots up front where it don't flood. But the, uh, there was a big creek that went through it, mm. and three quarters of the place flooded. Um, it was just past uh, the Indian Casino uh, out of Livingston, right? And it had a big creek that went through it. And that no, I mean they that realtor kept sending people trying to sell this place. It wouldn't sell because you know they go out there and they could see that it could flood. It, you know, three quarters of it flooded. I mean, it had deer on it all the time, but you really couldn't build on it. And it was it was I want to say it sold for close to freaking. Half a million almost for 175 acres. Somebody finally bought it. Swampland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, only 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 thing you can do is, you know, deer hunt there. I mean, uh, can't really build there or anything. But I guess somebody finally decided they want a place of their own. But Yeah, somebody figured they probably had a use for it somehow. Yeah, I mean, you could see on the map, on the deal, where they do topography or whatever, that, you know, they showed that three quarters of it, you know, was floodplain. Mm. Um, so it finally sold. So I don't know the guy. He owns a lot of land, and or they 
I don't know how it works, how he buys all the stuff and sells it, but anyway, he showed so me a couple of basically, you lost check. your uh, place to bow hunt where you used to like to bow hunt a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, normally, good. I'd be heading that direction, setting up, you know, but oh well. Um, he came up with a couple spots for me to look at. I had somebody go look at them, but they weren't very good. One of them was 75 acres. Um, I don't know. Uh, if he's going to come through, he usually does, but it's getting kind of late now, but I don't know. Yes. We're less than a month away from bow seasons. Yeah, I might get my nephew into hunting. He's getting at the age now to where I need to get him off the computer. Um, Definitely. His dad's got 90 acres in Huntsville, and I'm thinking about setting my um, my stepdaughter and him up and getting them into hunting. Uh few years back i built a blind at whole three of us so i could try to teach them how to hunt and stuff I, I'm, this may be a good time for me to get them set up i got a big theater that i built that i never put out there for them so i'll probably do that this year well you still messing with cars uh you know you know i've done a few for friends um mostly i do a friend of mine that owns a golf course that built it, the developer, and mm -hmm. they contracted me to keep all their gas carts running. They're trying to keep them running, and they were in terrible shape uh, another year. So I've been working on all the courts, carts there for them, keeping them going at the golf course. Uh, kept me busy for a while. But yeah, I've done a few cars uh, for people. Man, I um, wish I had the, the uh, time and the money to build build me a car go back another one of these day, days I'm gonna cars, give me another man. one yeah i know one of these days i'm gonna give me another camaro 69 i had about four of them when i was younger i remember um, you used to like them camaros i'm, I'm a gto that's guy. all i ever had <laughs> that's me well uh, i worked at chevrolet so i had all the parts you know right back then um but yeah one day i'll have another one up I, I had one that i raced uh, i had one that was a show car one got one, I woke up in an apartment one day, and it was gone. Got stolen. Oh, boy. One of them, a guy ran a red light, totaled it out for me. Mm. Uh, I sold that show car, one that I had. I didn't think the guy would buy it. Now, this was probably 25, 30 years ago. I told them 20000 and they bought it. I didn't think they'd buy it. But my mom was after me to sell it. She I was kind of afraid to drive it, you know, because it was so nice. It'd sit in the garage. I mean, I'd, I'd take I it know. to shows. But she's always afraid I was going to kill myself. <laughs> yeah, my mother used to, oh, God, she went crazy when I come home with a GTO one time. In high school, <laughs> me and my dad went and bought that car. My my older brother had a 67, and I had a 66. <laughs> she, oh, I drove her crazy. <laughs> yeah, I started up in the garage. It had solid lifters. I'd have to adjust the lifters every so often. They'd right. be shaking the freaking pictures on the wall in the house. <laughs> hey, I'd pull up under a car wash to wash mine, and all that rust pit on that uh, metal roof on it, it would just uh, start shaking loose and falling off on my car before I'd wash mm -hmm. it. <laughs> Radical, man. All right, well, look, Robert, I got to run, buddy. If somebody wants to come down to Port Isabel and fish with you, how they get a hold of you, man. Yeah, 956-433-1389. All right, buddy. Have a good Sunday, right. Robert. Hope you find you a place to Thank hunt, you. man. All right, thanks. All right, later. All right. It's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents... Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 620 here in the Bayou City we have open lines, so if you care to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, next up. First up to bat this segment, Mike Smith, Port La Vodka. What's up, Mike? Yeah, yeah. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's going on, man? Sunshine, blue skies. My voice is a little you. different. Now. I graduated from COPD to emphysema, but... It don't mean nothing. Uh, I'm back to fishing one-handed again. Yeah. I know you had to, you had to have shoulder surgery again or something. Yes, sir. That's my fourth rotator cuff surgery. <clears throat> don't you Y'all know what causes that? Uh, yes, sir. You're supposed to slow uh, down I'm gonna a little bit like later in Mike. I, oh, I can't stop. If you stop, you die. I was going <laughs> to mention Hank Morgan. But y'all covered all my stories. I mean, you and Lynn and then Robert about snakes and all that kind of stuff and hunting. And y'all just killed me, you know. The reason I rip out my shoulders because I always thought I was bigger than Hank Morgan. The more I drank, the bigger I get. Yeah, that, and, uh, that was that was such a tragic deal when that happened. It was. I mean, it's any, at first, they, it thought he had a brain, they thought he had a brain aneurysm. But yeah. after the autopsy, they found he got bit in the temple. You're in the right. hairline, so I didn't see it right away. But that was, wow, fine young man. Oh, I'm telling you, I, that like to kill Hunter and Hoagie. 
Oh, I know. Of course you did. And all of us. I mean, he was he was part yeah. of the family. You know, we, we had the that, crew. That's it. We had a good crew, man. That was the that was that was three and four hundred of the best fishermen and just good people. I mean, oh, I guarantee you that was a phenomenal group of gentlemen. I mean, they were just. They hey, look great, at all the tournaments people. we had in all those years, and never had one. One hundred and forty-four tournaments. Yeah. 144 tournaments, and Charlie Paradoski and I think we're tied with uh, <laughs> that. I think tied. I missed one. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> never missed one. I thought he missed one. I don't think Charlie ever missed. Because we discussed that one time in a heated discussion. <laughs> okay. That, <laughs> wasn't, was over, fun, that wasn't over a cold beer, was it? <laughs> well, I, I hope so. <laughs> No, nah, that was Charlie's phenomenal. First time I met him was uh, wading down out of the big jetties uh, out of Fort O'Connor. Right. I was wading about, you know, waist deep water out in the second bar. And he had about four guys behind him. And he was pulling a stringer, looked like there was 40 trout on it already. <laughs> and they weren't pulling any. And uh, he said, hey, uh, they weren't even in the water. I mean, he was in the water just enough to float the fish. And he's chunking topwater from the bank. And I'm out there in waist deep water on the second bar, chunking to the third bar catching fish. And he's just walking down the shoreline, catching trout, throwing them on the stringer. Those other four guys are just walking behind him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was, was going to hit on rattlesnakes and uh, cottonmouths. Worst cottonmouths I ever seen was uh, 1962 when they were filling up. Lake Sam Rayburn, yeah, come up in Rockville, English, had like 300 acres right near where they're going to fill it up. And uh, Ray Albin from Channelview, I went to Channelview most of my school life. And then I hit uh, Galena Park in Laporte, you know, when I got out of home. Anyway, come up in uh, Ray Albin, a good friend of mine, he was my best friend in Channelview come up and his dad used to drop us off in David Crockett National Forest for almost two weeks every year in the summertime. 22, a shotgun, bag of potatoes, a can of Crisco oil, you know, salt, pepper, and uh, flour. So anyway, <laughs> if we didn't kill something, we didn't eat. That's the way it was. Just you know, potatoes. 10 to 12 days. <laughs> Just potatoes, it, You know, that was part of our, my growing up. You know, that taught me the outdoors. You eat or defeat. So we come up and uh, they're filling up Lake Sam Rayburn and his uncle, Roscoe English, come up and uh, the Corps of Engineers said, now you're going to wind up a waterfront property, you know, but we're going to pay you for what gets covered up. Well, it got over full. It swamped his whole property. I mean, covered it up. And we're up there fishing with him, me and Ray and his dad, uh, and Roscoe English, and it started raining. Now, that's when the jungle was the jungle. Right. You know, it was, you know. And uh, now you could go to his house and his barn and the hayloft. If you could skip a bait in that, uh, where you throw your hay in the top of the barn, you had two to three pound bass every time it went through that door. I'll be darned. But it started raining like I'll get out. So we went to the jungle. Because there's all trees, you know, live trees standing up in the air. And uh, it started raining like I'll get out, and I'm being nice. 
And those moccasins were trying to get in the boat with us. I mean, they were everywhere. We oh. beat them off with rods and paddles. I mean, it was ridiculous. But I guess they had no place to go because the jungle was a high spot. And, uh, you know, they live there and then the lake filled up. But they were trying to climb in the boat with us. It was something else. Yeah. But, uh, oh, you saw the teal that Tim Miller got. Right. And, uh, man, it just, they were done by 9 o'clock. And right here on the 1st, of course, I, I had my surgery on the 30th, the left shoulder this time again. The last time on the right shoulder, they just replaced my shoulder. But I can shoot now. Well, not now, but, you know, on the 13th, I'll be able to shoot probably. But uh, don't push it. It was just, oh, it sounded like a firefight. Some of y'all out there listening know what a firefight sounds like. It <laughs> did. It's September 1st. I'd had surgery on the 30th, so I sure couldn't shoot. And it sounded like a firefight around my house. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it was. they had a good time, dang them. I don't like any of them anymore. Some of them are hunting on my property, too. Well, no, it was good. And triple tail right now are hot. Yeah, I'm I got seeing, a couple a, of seeing a lot of a lot of folks catching some good. I think there was a new state record caught in Matagorda again. It, beat uh, that uh, state it had record. to be over yeah. 36 inches. Well, it was 30-something pounds. And, uh, oh, wow. Hell, I think the record's like 40.8 pounds. No. You know, uh, I mean, I mean overall. Not. Yeah, I was thinking like the, you know, United States record or something like. Oh, world record, yeah. Yeah. I got you. No, no, fishing. I mean, these boys are limited out by eight o'clock every morning. I mean, just you know, you can only get three a piece over seventeen inches, and they dropped a couple off to me. They're about twenty-four inches, and my goodness, I mean, I cooked for friends and family. They were, oh, they're so good. I mean, they're up there with red snapper, maybe a little better. Well, they're hard to beat. They're really good. Are you there? I think I lost you, Mike. Turn, stand on one foot or something. Okay, you hear me now? Yeah, you're back now. You faded out pretty good. Oh, okay. Well, I fade out a lot of times, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, they're they're done by, shoot, early. Well, you want to before the wind gets up. Of course, it's blowing a little bit here now, but, I mean, it just, uh, we almost had some rain yesterday. We had a very light sprinkle. All right. I mean, for about five minutes, just when one cloud passed over. We hadn't had rain here in weeks and weeks and, well, months. What am I talking about? I've had rain on each side of me a couple times, but my cows out there, they're all around the water trough with the doves. You know, all day long, except for about, I set up a timer out there with a big lawn sprinkler. Right. I set up a timer from one thirty to 2 o'clock, and those cows know when it's going to go off. They're up there waiting for that sprinkler to come on. <laughs> okay, I'm weird. But, uh, well, no, life is I good. I looked up the Kids triple tail deal. Uh, 33 was the old state record. I think this new one's a little bigger than that. But uh, you're wow. right, the world record. Uh, triple tail is 42 pounds, five ounces. That was called wow. way back in 89 in Zululand, South Africa. Wow. Oh, my. I can't imagine. Can you the imagine? The biggest I've caught 44 pounds. 
Yeah. I caught a 24 pounder back in uh, the early nineties. And my goodness gracious. I mean, it was, and we were using braid and uh, fluorocarbon, you know, mm-hmm. and what we do take, you know, one live shrimp with a small split shot and go right. to all the channel markers or buoys or crab trap or buoys, anything. You know, we just cruise around and spot the fish before we tried to fish them. You know, we wouldn't just go fish somewhere unless around a platform, you know, and then when you catch all kinds of things around a platform, you know, include trip and tail. My big was 24 pounds, and I've never fought any. I mean, I've fought tarpon. I've fought sharks. But triple tail, different clipper. I mean, they get wild, and they turn sideways. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? No doubt. But anyway, yeah. So, anyway, I'm going to let you go. I know you got other people on, Nikki. And right, uh, buddy, when you want to race trucks again, when you and Blaine want to race trucks again in front of your house, just let me know. All right. Well, <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> okay. We, we've done it before. All right, Mike. Always it. good talking to you, buddy. Take care of Okay. I love you, brother. All right. Say hi to my all right, we'll keep you on hold okay, later, man. Okay. Bye-bye, bro. All right, that's you. Mike Smith down in Port Lavaca. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show. And uh, if you care to call in, we've got plenty of open lines, 713-572-4610. We'll be right back. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show on this sunday morning all right it is 637 here in the bayou city final segment for the sunday show uh we've got plenty of lines open somebody got a good story for us or you're in the teal blind and want us to hear some shooting well it's yeah it's all to be shooting time here quick but uh Give us a call, 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right. Only caller we have holding on, and that's Guitar Dave. Dave, good morning. What's up? 
Hello. Hello. Hey, Tapnick. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, Hello. I heard I heard the ding. Hey, yeah, man, it's always good to play second fiddle behind Mike Smith, man. And you know, boy, I tell you what, that triple tail fishing. I never caught one, but I tried two different times, and that's like a rodeo adventure, you know, because uh, you're sitting on the front of the boat, and uh, when you hook into something, they're going to pull you back real quick. Like, you better have your live jacket on, you know, and, and it's it's pretty cool. But uh, we did catch that nine-pounder uh, off the 90, 89th Street or 98th Street Pier, uh, yeah, there in, in Galveston that one time, some of the best. Uh, meat uh, that I, you know, as far as fish that I've ever ate in my lifetime. Mm. You know, that is some good stuff. Real clean. And yeah, then... Good, uh, good fish to eat. Yeah. And then, hey, and even even uh, sheep's head, but if you got, you got to learn how to... I mean, that's like an art to clean those over there, you know. But, uh, no, I was going to uh, say, you were talking about all the birds. You know, I've been seeing a lot of well, I haven't seen. I mean, when's the last time you seen a, a scissor tail or a road runner or a, a, a red robin? You know, uh, I think the red robin is, you know, you can't shoot one of them. No, no that's well, a, it's well, early for them yet. A lot of those birds will be pushed down from the north once winter starts filtering in through the upper right. states. You know, a lot of those birds will migrate through. What we do have is a lot of my migratory birds. Uh, coming through you know in our refuges and stuff uh yes sir making their flights well and you got the big hummingbird push right now you know they're migrating they'll make that big flight across the gulf and all that so it's uh it's we're in that lull time of the year but you know the uh captain uh the coolest thing i i ever saw and i i'd see it we well, you know, i only saw it a few times in my lifetime you'd be driving down a peak gravel road and there's a road runner running in front of you you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, and, and and they can go fast. And you know, I had two. Uh, in fact, there's a bird perching. Listen, he's perching. He's he's singing in front of the tree here where I'm sitting outside. Uh, we we do have a cool breeze coming over here, so it does feel pretty good out here. But no, uh, I had I bought two uh, solid white doves, like you release at a wedding or something like that. Right. They were in a cage, at, you know, at at, at St. Joseph's Bazaar years ago and about uh, 30 years ago and then my kids let them out and then a year later they come back and roosted in my tree again you know so they, you know they, yeah they come right on back man and i was like wow but uh you know and, and, and birds are you know well carrier pigeons you know it, it, that's an art in, in itself there you know you tie, tie the uh message onto their leg and then it flies to somebody right. you know I think Messenger you know. I pigeon. think that's it. yeah. They Man, use those back in the war, 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 war. Yes, sir. You know, and and that's a that's an art to be able to train them. And uh, I mean, I don't know how they do it exactly, but uh, it, it it is a good deal. But hey, real quick, Captain Mick, today uh, uh, over here at the American Legion Post Five Eighty Six, yeah, we're going to be watching the football game today. So if anybody wants to come by, we're going to be uh, all our veterans. If you want to come and check a Navy man or Army man or any of any of the uh, Army guys, you know, they're all we're going to have a big deal over there today. And we got about four TVs in now there now, and the guys that do the artificial, I mean. 
the 21 gun salute they're the ones that's helping us with all that and uh, i'm proud to be helping them you know so but that's about all i got right there ken all right so, buddy well you have a good day dave see you man yes sir all right all bye-bye right. all right next up let's go to jackie ray inman hadn't talked to him in a while jack good morning how are you buddy Hello. Hey, Jack. What's up, man? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I made it through my lung operation, and I'm still alive. And uh, uh want to tell everybody that's uh, listening, there's no operation for sissies. <laughs> no. <laughs> None of them are. <laughs> man, if oh, you avoid getting cut on, please do it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I tell you what, it's uh, it's it's something that it's just another hump in the road. Well, you can't keep a good dog down, Jack. You know that. Well, especially you. You're a tough old cuss. <laughs> uh, I'd like to think that, Mickey, but I'm getting real weak in, in my old age. Well, the older we get, that happens, man. But uh, still, if I was Batman, I put my money on you. You're a survivor, man. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Oh boy, and it's just a—I uh, don't know—it's just uh, another hump in the road, I guess. Of yeah. a, a lifelong experience. Well, there ain't a opening opening of teal season or duck season. I don't think about you. All the good times we had back in the day—that was some fun, man. <laughs> man, I tell you what. I... <laughs> I still hadn't found my, my Chesapeake. You hadn't? No. Well, that's a shame. He's in the neighborhood somewhere. Somebody's keeping him. Well, and let uh, him out and let him come home to daddy. Yeah, I know it. Uh, boy, I tell you what, I miss that dog. I miss him, especially during teal season. Uh, he was something else, buddy. Old Jason wow. Hudson uh, invites me up every now and then to his place, and I was booked the last weekend of the season last year, and uh, uh, it flooded up there so bad it, they it, they lost all their decoys, and bless their heart, they they flooded up so bad that they uh, almost got into the lodge. You yeah, know, I remember hearing about that. He's up there around Navasota. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what I thought. Man, that's well. He's got a he's got a jam up place, buddy. I'm gonna tell Is you it? right now that's a uh, that's a good setup. He's set up with uh, all of his marsh buggies and, and, and four wheelers and everything, you know. And and it's right. you know you go up there and you don't uh, you don't lift a hand. That's what it's called called an executive hunt. You can hunt in your house shoes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I had a good hunt. I hunted up there with, uh, uh, Jason Hudson and, uh, Burrow McBride. No, not Burrow, but boy, Bart, uh, Bart, Bart, Bart Albright. Bart, yeah. Big Bart. Albright. And, guys, uh, Bart, but Bart's a, uh, he's a gym guy. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't come no better. Good old Bart. Uh, you, uh, uh. you ever hear anything he, hear anything about bow masters anymore yeah you know, him and Bo Bart hunted with buddies. yeah bow hunted with me 
Did he? Okay. Bo, Bo and uh, uh, Lance. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name now, but uh, there were six of us hunted together. And, uh, uh, boy, they catered to me like you wouldn't believe. Uh, I, I killed a pintail. I shot one time, and uh, there was a bunch of birds come in, and, and I dropped a pintail. And uh, it was just a real good hunt, just yeah. a good hunt. Yeah, it's good, clean hunting up there. Oh, man. you That's a Cadillac hunt, you know? Yeah, it is, buddy. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate you and, and everybody. I listen to your show quite a bit, and, and uh, it, uh, it's a good show. A well, good, good it, show. Well, it's, I appreciate that coming from you. You've been around the block, man. You've been around a long time, brother. Well, i tell you what. Uh, I think I paid my dues. Yeah, you have. <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> Oh, all right, Lord. Well, hey, it's always all right. a pleasure talking to you, brother, and you take care and uh, get recovered. Let's go play. All right, man. All right, man. You take care. Bye-bye. All right, Jack. All right, that's Jack Emman. Great guy. Been around a long time. It's, uh, it's hard to think anything about duck or goose hunting without that guy's name coming up in the conversation. That's a fact. All right. Well, we got some more lines open. We still got time. 713 572 4610. Next up, let's go to Richard. Richard, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Good morning, Captain Mickey. How are you doing? Good. How are you, sir? Yeah, long time listeners. The first time I've called you. I, I sure enjoy your show in the mornings. I used to work for Centerpoint. I'd be up at all hours of the night. And when your show came on, it would just sit back and listen to you. Yeah, you guys, uh, man. That's that's a job right there. You got to be on y'all. Y'all just stay on call all the time, huh? Or used to when you work. Seven twenty fours. Yeah, I started yeah. as soon as I got out of high school. And out of seventy seven, nineteen seventy seven is when I started. I just retired this August. I mean, this uh, January. Right. It was forty six years of all them storms and. Oh, man. I tell you, you got you got to love that job to do it. But we had we had a lot of good guys. It's like a brotherhood. You get in it, and it's it's a lot of fun. Y'all are hardcore, man. No no weather stopping you guys. Y'all are going to get everybody's appreciate lights it. back I, on. And we appreciate it. Oh, yeah, it. you know. Always thank the lineman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. Oh, the reason I called, I was wondering if you've heard it. We, me and my buddy, we fished the pass a lot. In here. We did pretty good for trout this year. We really can't complain. But we wanted to do a couple of tarpon runs out of, out of Freeport and stuff. And I didn't know. Last year I heard they did pretty good on the tarpons. Yeah, it's it, – Richard, it's so weather-related. You know, you just got to catch your windows. You know, I was talking to James yesterday, and, you know, they'll get their four-, five-, six-day window, and they do they do good. I mean, we got plenty of fish. It's just having the weather to go out there and get them. You know, Mother Gov, she's angry sometimes, and it makes it tough oh, on those yeah. guys trying to run them fish up and down that beach, man. Yeah, we're just – I'm I'm just running my 22-foot blue way, so we got to make sure it's going to be a nice flat day when we yeah, head out. And, you, you just, now it ain't bad. It's coming back, and that, that weather will catch you is what I hear. Right. That's – uh, it's just, you know, the elements you got to fight when you're trying to run them tarpon. You know, whether you – no matter where you're fishing on the coast, from Venice all the way down to Port Isabel, you just got to get the right days, and then you can go out there and find them, then have you a, a banner day. 
and we hope we uh, we're getting all the rigs ready. Well, they're all ready. I've got them all leadered up and everything, and just we're just waiting on the, a good weather week where we can pick a day to sure. go out and. and so, yeah, well, the, the bank uh, thing. This this is uh this is the month from now into early October. That's uh yeah, it's pretty wild. I got a buddy of mine I've got, I grew up with. He if there's two fish out in the water and one's big and one's small, he's gonna catch that big one, and I'm gonna catch the one they got to throw back. That's just that's just how good he is. Well, that's I heard of a really good day out of some guys the other day james was telling me about just i don't know how many they jumped i forgot the number it's so big it's, it's something you never never heard of it was just wild yeah. and we took uh when I, we took my boat we just we just went all the way around the island we left out of uh jamaica beach and we we went all the way around the island and came back and we were out there offshore i guess about 10 15 miles and then we could see those tarpon you know they those tarpon, you can you can tell those tarpon boats, those, those big whalers, they like yeah. to use. Right. <laughs> they were all over, just running all over the place. This was last August. Well, that's August is you know it starts off real good. Well, if you got the weather, you, it's a good month. But uh, September, you pull these little fronts like we did and get that guff to lay down, and then here it comes. Yeah. Then you can um, cover some water. You got to cover water to find them. You just can't sit there yeah. and wait on them to come to you. You know how it is. You've done it. Yeah. Um, I got 60 gallons on that boat. I figured we could run pretty much all day and get back in. Not a problem. So. Right. Yeah. That's, well, I'll uh, tell you what. I, I appreciate talking to you, Captain Mickey. I think I got to go. I got Somebody's giving me the stink eye over here. We got to get somewhere this morning. So. <laughs> stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate years. the show. I, I enjoy I enjoy your show all the time. I'm usually up about three o'clock in the morning. I can't sleep past three anymore from all those hours I used to have to put in. So right. I enjoy right, watching Richard. this. Thing. Well, hey man, appreciate the job you did while you were working with working for the light company, as the old timers called it. That's it. If you know you're an old timer, <laughs> if you call it H M P, yeah. Well, that's right. That's that's back in the day. That's right. That is. Right. That's back in the day. Thank you, sir. And you hey, have a good day. You. All right, man. Take care. All right. That was a good call. That's uh that's that's what we do this for. Well, it uh it's it's fun. Always is. But I was looking at those uh the state records triple tail uh i knew edie had caught it but uh edie pruitt she was fishing with raymond cox that was back on june 29th 1984 in matagorda bay it was 33.50 pounds so that was 33 and a half 33 8 and it was 34 inches and man i i can't remember the new one, whether it went 36 pounds, I mean, it was definitely bigger than this. Maybe it was 34 and some change and over 36 inches. But uh, that's a long, old record to beat. You know, I look at this sheet I have of all these state records, and uh, there's not many modern-day records. All these records have been holding for years, since the 70s and 80s. So that's that's quite an accomplishment to do that, so. Anyway, that's that's pretty cool. That's a big, big triple tail. My goodness. They're as wide as they are long. 
They, uh, <laughs> they're big. No doubt about it. All right, I'm going to try and, uh, I've been getting some, uh, text and questions about the star tournament leaderboard and uh let me try and bring it up here and 2023 it keeps throwing 2022 up but i know it's over with you well here it is well it was i don't know what's going on with this maybe they changed that site up the last post was 827 here it comes so in the red tag division, I'll try to get this in here real quick. On your tagged redfish, the first five in that division would win a Ford truck and a Haney, Mercury, and Coastline trailer package. And uh, there are all five of those were caught. And then you had two more for the Haney and Mercury and trailer package. There was two caught. So that that's pretty good. Seven out of ten were caught. Some years they only get four or five. Now the blue tag division... That was for a transport boat and a Mercury and Coastline package. There was four caught. And uh, so out of the 10. So that was kind of weak. The red tags really paid off this year. But real quick, uh, inshore division, big sheephead was 11-11. John Cornelius caught that. Then a gaff top, 8-1. That held for a long time. We knew that probably wouldn't get beaten. That black drum, 17-13. Kingfish, 48-4. Dorado 45-13, and uh, Ling was 80-10. That's a big one. And then that snapper hell, we knew that was going to win, 29-11. And then the Star Kids, uh, Sheephead 5-7, Gaff Top 5-10. And then the Star Teens, the big Sheephead was a 7-6, and the Gaff Top was a 7-11, which that's pretty good. But the 8-1 was overall biggest Gaff Top, so that's uh, pretty good. At, uh, in all divisions, they were all filled up all the way across, you know, first through fifth, except for that uh, blue tag division on the uh, tagged redfish. So, anyway, well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but uh, we'll be back next Thursday morning, bright and early, right here at 4 a.m., Sports Radio 610, KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.